It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Good afternoon, everybody. What a gorgeous Saturday afternoon it is. It is Go Birds Radio. I'm John Barchin along with James Seltzer. And James, where was Elliot today? I forgot. What was he doing? Uh, I'm pretty sure him and Josh McCown are comparing their hair oh, to see right, who has better right, hair. Right. That's what I was told. Well, they got to get ready for the season, so I understand that. Yeah. He was a little worried about what he was going to wear week one, so I understand it's preseason for everybody. It's right called now. a hair off. It's is what they're doing. I think he's going to lose yeah. that one. Josh yeah, McCown's too pretty. Me? Yeah. Too pretty, man. Uh, 888-729-9494. We are glad to have you with us. You can always catch us at the GoBirdsPod on the Twitter.com where um, I'm uh, I'm getting more and more excited here, James. One, college football is back tonight, which signals we are very close to actual NFL football. And it's a, it's a pretty good game. We got Hurricanes. We got the Florida Gators, uh, the overrated Florida Gators. That's why I'm taking the eight and a half. Just want to... Put that out Look there just to have it out there for a good little Saturday night special. But um, there is at the oddest time, you know, and it doesn't surprise me because usually this is about Howie season anyway. But I don't know if our good friend Mike Lombardi had tweeted out yesterday that the the trade winds are starting to blow in. And hey, James, do you know what the trade winds sound like, by the way? I don't. Do you want, I w- do you I want would, to hear what the trade winds at I least sound like to my love to hear it? Motion, if you please. Here we go. <clears throat> Mike Lombardi. Let me tell you, my friend. I've seen some things in my day. I could have been captain of the seas. Captain of all seven of them, but me sexton was too small. And let me tell you, I think Howie Roseman's up to something. You might want to tweet something out. Like, oh, I don't know, the trade winds they be a-blowin' because I've got a suitcase full of trade rumors that are coming your way. It's going to excite the Philadelphia Eagles fan base. Yar. At least that's what I picture in my head. 
You got a really creative imagination. In I'm your just head. saying, like, how does what did trade with sound my, my, like? My, 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 in my head, I just thought, oh, a source told him that that a trade could be on the rise, but you went super deep. I love that. I just picture a pirate just going. I want to. I want to live inside your head, John. It's a dangerous place. Yeah. Let me just tell you that. Uh, it seems that way. Uh, but here's what I. I just want to get this on record before we actually get into regular season stuff because I feel well. And first of all, there's rumors going around that Alshon Jeffrey is. Lookout might be involved from like some random Twitter from account. Nobody. Have we not learned anything? Oh, it drives me crazy. Zero point zero percent chance that Alshon Jeffrey is going to be traded. In fact, I'll go as far to say less than a zero percent chance that Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, traded. the only reason Josh McCown is here is because he wanted to come back and hang with his buddy Alshon. <laughs> come on, because when you when that be as if that happened for whatever reason, man, would the whew, would there be stuff coming out right away? It's like, oh, that's. That's obviously the source. Yeah. <laughs> Wentz not throwing out on whatever it is. Uh, here's what I want to say, though. If it is trade season time, if it is, if the trade winds are indeed blowing, they better be blowing to go pick up Jadavion Clown. Uh-uh. I've, I've come to the realization. I have full faith in Derek Barnett and Brandon Graham, and that's pretty much it after that. You know, I love Vinnie Curry. I love him as a rotational guy. Uh, and, and follow with me, if you will, James. I just don't see the logic from Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles to be okay with this. Let's go back to way, way back in the offseason when Chris Long announced his retirement, and he said that he's not going to have his role there anymore. And the Eagles' response to that was, Joe Osman. And you're going, really? <laughs> Joe Osman's going to fill that role? Okay. And then there was a glimmer of light during training camp, even though it might have been going up against Jordan Mylotta in one of his worst weeks ever at training camp, uh, that, you know, it looked promising at one point. You're going, okay, maybe this thing works. And unfortunately... He gets injured, so we don't really know. I see Josh Sweat out there, a guy I'm very, very high on, have been since the draft, think he will come into his own eventually. Doesn't look like it's going to be this year. Still in the rotation. So I start to put all these pieces together, and I go, well, is Chris Long not coming back because of defensive tackles? It really doesn't make sense. It looks like his role would be practically the same, and you could probably convince Derek Barnett at some point, hey, man, we're going to get you in there. It's You have every opportunity to overtake Chris Long. But Chris Long is saying no thank you to that. It looks like he is staying retired. Now, I'm not putting that out either. I don't, there, maybe there's a possibility Chris Long still comes back. I don't know, but I doubt it. And then I start to think of the logic that I started telling everybody about Josh McCown and why they're investing mm-hmm. in quarterbacks and going, well, the Eagles have always, always invested in pass rushers. They did it the year before. They went out and got Michael Bennett when it seemed unnecessary to do so. And they still kept bringing more and more and more guys in. And I've arrived at this point. One, they have to be in play for a pass rusher. They have to. Two, Jadavion Clowney is one of the best on the market. The Texans don't have a general manager. Who does that sound like? Blood in the water. Mm-hmm. Chum mm. in the water, you might num, say. Num, 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 num. Let's go get him. Remember Sam Bradford. Remember all those times that Howie has just flipped everything around here. That sounds like Jadavion Clowney. Now, there could be others out there that I'm not thinking of, and because we've been so focused on Jadavion that it, it might surprise us all. But here's what I'll say. The Eagles absolutely need Jadavion Clowney to win a Super Bowl. Ooh, End of story. We can talk about how much Carson Wentz is going to lead this team to whatever, and I agree, but let's remember the playoffs, okay? Let's remember those playoffs with Nick Foles, who was spectacular. Not taking that away from anybody. But who flipped the field for him? Pass rushers. Who ultimately sealed the deal during the Super Bowl? Brandon Graham. 
the second most important thing on this team, defensive end. And the Eagles aren't as stacked as you liked it to be. I love Melik Jackson. I love Fletcher Cox. I even think Fletcher Cox might even start out a little slow, which concerns me. But I really think, at the end of the day, for the Eagles to go back to the Super Bowl, they absolutely need Jadavion Clowney, and I think this is what it's going to lead to eventually. They need Jadavion Clowney to go in the Super Bowl, James. Wow. Wow. Uh, look, I, I don't think they need Jadavion Clowney to go in a Super Bowl. I think they're good enough right now, as constructed, to go in a Super Bowl. There's obviously a lot of factors to the Clowney thing. The idea, look, if you... It all comes down to price and cost, right? I mean, if you don't have to give up much to get Clowney and the Texans are willing to trade him with the idea that they are giving up him as a rental and not someone that that team is forced into giving a long-term contract, which it appears that was what it would be for this season based on him having to sign the tender and all the stuff that goes along with that. So it really comes down to what the Texans are willing to take for Clowney. It does seem like he's going to get moved. John McClain, the like only Texans beat writer I yes. know, He's been covering them since they started. And the only one to be- defeat Hans Gruber Exactly, yes. Okay. Same same John McClain. <laughs> look exactly alike. But he thinks that Clowney's going to get moved. So, uh, look, here's the thing. I have some issues with Jadevian Clowney. He's a really good player, but he's got motor issues. He's someone who has had a lot of injury issues. He had microfracture surgery five years ago on his knee. He's not someone, look, if I'm getting him for just this year, just to make a run, and I'm not giving up assets that are going to help me this year, fine. I understand the idea of going to get Clowney, but I'm not giving up anything of value that's going to help me this season. I'm not giving up first-round picks. They don't need Clowney. This team's good enough as it is. I'm with you. I worry a little bit about Josh Sweat, but... I think Derek Barnett's going to be a beast. I believe so in Derek I. Barnett. And, and I think if you've got Barnett and Graham and those guys in the middle, I think you got a chance. I think you're not giving enough insurance at that point. Like, Derek Barnett's not going to go anywhere. Brandon Graham is eventually. Jadavion Clowney's only 26. Why wouldn't you want both of those guys on the field eventually to take over? Like, it's, it's insane to me that we've arrived at this point where, you know, one, first of all, a lot of the fan base was not on board with Cody Kessler's fine. How does that look now? You know, where it's the same argument. We're we're sitting here now going, well, yeah, Barnett's great, and Brandon Graham is especially great, and that's okay. No, it's not. What made this so lethal of a defensive line was that rotation of defensive ends. You can say that Michael Bennett didn't get along in the locker room. That's fine. You still have to find a way to to match his production. You have to find a way to match Chris Long's production. And there has been nothing in preseason that has told me those guys are ready to go outside of, you know, what's behind of Derek Barnett and Brandon Graham. Nothing has said that. Not, I mean, yeah, Deshaun Hall, absolutely. I, I don't want to leave him out of the conversation either because he's been really impressive. But as you know and I know, our eyes lie to us all the time in preseason. We don't know what kind of competition is going to happen. And if you're telling me, that the rotation of, of Hall and Vinnie Curry and Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett is enough? It's not. It's time to pull the trigger, Howard. If Michael Lombardi smells those trade wins, huh. and, if, and if this is true, and I'm feeding into all of this, it just makes too much logical sense for him not to be there. End of story. And more on top of that, they need him to go win the Super Bowl. We've complained too much about defensive worries, especially when it comes to depth. We don't know what corners are going to shake out, and the only thing that helps corners more than anything in this league is pass rushing. (laughs) 
time and time and time again. And we are begging and pleading with Jim Schwartz and this defense, especially a, a defense that does not blitz, that runs a wide nine. This is a perfect fit for Jadavion Clowney. You mentioned motor issues. It's been falling him around since college. He's going to take plays off. I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't think he's lazy. And if we're going to get into an injury argument about this thing, everybody on the defensive line has been dinged up at mm-hmm. this point. Fair. You know, and well, you know how I am with injuries too. And if Ellie was here, he'd be making fun of me. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Just, <laughs> there it <laughs> exactly is. Exactly right. Exactly right. 888-729-9494. Do the Eagles need Jadavion Clowney to win a Super Bowl? Because I say absolutely. We are kidding ourselves at this point. After three weeks of preseason, we've seen all these guys out there, and it's time to pull the trigger. We know that the Texans do not want him. Even if it's for a, a second-round pick, it's uh, a little high, it's high. But who are you going to find in next year's draft as a second-rounder that could come in and do that for you? Uh, I, and I think Howie can get a much better deal than that. Listen, they are desperate. We are talking about a team that needs offensive tackles, and the Eagles have plenty of them. There's no way that they are bringing in guys like Toth late. You know, Andrew Toth, who's got a fantastic story Brett coming Toth. from... Oh, Brett, I keep flipping those two guys. Uh, but the, the the guard depth that they have there, the offensive tackle depth, it just it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm ready for it, James. Give me Jadavion. Let's get excited about something. Not that we don't have enough already. Right, yeah. Look, I, I, I understand the thought. And, and if you're looking at just this season... Sure, I understand the logic behind adding Jadevian Clowney to this defense. It is easily the biggest hole on the defense is the depth at defensive end. We've talked about that a lot, how important that is, how important it was to them winning the Super Bowl. You're right, that depth, that ability to rotate guys in and out. And I don't, I'm not as high on Josh Sweat as you are. I, I haven't seen him do it enough, Not certainly not in games that matter. So I understand that, but I'm also trying to look past this season because I believe the Eagles roster, as it's currently set up with Carson Wentz at the helm and Howie running the ship, I think they're set up for years of success coming up here. This is a team that has a chance to be a, like a Super Bowl contender for the next five years or more. I mean, that's how well set up they are from a roster perspective. And if you believe in Carson Wentz, which I do, <laughs> then I, I like, so I don't want to give up the future for Jadevian Clowney now if Jadevian Clowney is not someone I fully believe in. And it, and it comes down to what they do. What, do they fully believe in Jadevian Clowney? How, how like, sure are they that he's going to give it the, his all? All that stuff. And look, the one year deal thing is like the caveat. If it's just for a year, the idea that you don't have to give up too much and you're getting him for just a year. Sure, he's playing for a contract. Some of those worries are alleviated a little bit, but I, from a from a lo- locker room perspective, we've seen how important that is. I, I just it doesn't feel like the right fit unless it's going to be for something that's incredibly cheap. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four and ninety four. Man, it's time. Philadelphia Eagles. Howie Roseman, uh, Jake Rosenberg, whoever else is in there, whoever's listening. It's time to pull the trigger. You need to go win a Super Bowl. We're all desperate for it. Not desperate for it. No. Oh, some of us are. Because we want Carson to win that ring, too, uh-huh. right? It's like, yeah, some, are, worry some are incredibly <laughs> desperate for that. 888-729-9494. When we get back, there's also another name that I think might come up in conversation Ooh. in the next couple of days as Ooh. well. I'm going to tell you who that is, and I got a little theory on that as well. 888-729-9494. Do the Eagles need Cloudy? 
Let's keep talking about it. John Barcher, James Seltzer, Motion on the Ones and Twos, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Arr, matey. Speaking of Chris Long, he's weighed in on uh, Genevieve Clowney as well. And a good friend, Elliot Shore Parks, is out there to remind us. You can go check this article out, 94WIP.com slash go birds. Here's what Chris Long says about Jadavion Clowney. He's one of the biggest, baddest names on the trading block. And as teams begin to break camp, uh, he's underrated. Don't let the numbers fool you. He's a disruptive edge, edge rusher as there is in the league. The thing is, he lines up everywhere. Usually you see him with his hands in the dirt as a nine technique. Hmm. Oddly enough, mm. that's what the Eagles run. Huh, uh, but, <laughs> but he lines up everywhere. Oftentimes you'll see him lined up over the center or guard or as a floater or a backer causing interior lineman headache in protection or even in the run game. He's an instinctive, explosive, and has a nose for the football. He's an elite rusher who plays the run violently. That is a Chris Long endorsement. That is a man who has seen the position before. Eight 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 seven two. Strong man. That was not uh, really strong. Yeah. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. It is Go Birds Radio. That is James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard, and that is what I'm talking about, James. By the way, of course, I was saying there's another name that I think we need to consider in this, and I'll tell you who that is in a second. But I mean, if that doesn't sell you, and uh, it's that just, I mean, that was that was strong. <laughs> that was a, a strong endorsement just from Chris Long right there. Moved my needle from like okay, it'd be up. For, uh, okay with uh, with a second, and that goes. You know what? If you have to give up a first, you got to give up. A I first. mean, I'm not there, but that was <laughs> that was quite the endorsement. And look, I get uh, the you know, in, just like you're saying, James, like the salary part of this. Yeah, sure, it's a concern, mm-hmm. but I've never ever worried about that with Howie Roseman ever. Which is a really really fair point. I don't worry about him with the salary. It's more that, and again, if it's a one year expenditure and the cost to get him is commensurate with it being a one-year expenditure, then I'm fine with it. But uh, Jadevian Clowney, for all the, you know, talent for that, what Chris Long just said, I, I still, he's not someone I want to pay $20 million a year to. And that's no. what it's going to cost. Like, when he signs a contract, it's going to be for over $20 million, $20 million a year. That's what Frank Clark got. Trey Flowers got 18. Like, yep. he's going to get it. So, for me, I, and again, I trust Howie implicitly, but I just don't want to pay Jadevian Clowney 20, $20 million a year in his like 27, 28, 29, 30 seasons. 888 729 That's our new bell, I guess. Uh... Most feels me. I love it. <laughs> uh, like I said, there's another thing we need to consider. I'll tell you who that is. Once we check in with Steve in Collegeville. Steve, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling Gobers Radio. What's going on, Trade Win Nation? Trade Win Nation. I like I that, love Steve. That. We're going to steal that. work by you. So uh, I want to call in about the clowny thing. I think his motor issues are kind of overblown. He has a history of, like, getting double-teamed all game and playing every snap. So I think in a rotation, he wouldn't really have those motor issues. Uh, I don't think so either. And, well, I, I don't know, to that, I mean, he has been playing next to J.J. Watt almost in his entire career. So somebody's – well, and maybe that's why. I, I don't know. There have been times where, you know, J.J. with his back, he's been the single guy out. So I, I get where you're coming from, Steven. I, I think it's – yeah, I think his motor issues are a little overblown, too, and that's kind of been falling around since college. Yeah, and I, I especially, yeah, going back to college, he was, like, always double and triple team, and that's where that kind of came from. Um, but I agree with Jimmy. I wouldn't give up too, too much room for a rental, like a third-round pick and, like, Vitae maybe. Not too much more than that. If it, But what about long-term, though, Steve? Do you want him long-term, or you just want him as a rental? I, I would take him long-term, but I don't think we can. Like, I, I don't think it's doable. 
Like I, w- I would want him long term, but I, I just, I just don't think it. Like it, we can do it. We don't have the money, the space. I think they're, and I appreciate the Great call, call, Steve. Steve. Yeah, <laughs> what is, is that? Most is going nuts the, back the there. I like it. I like it. Oh, he's part of Trade Win Nation. Oh, right. Oh, Trade Win Nation. I get it. Yes, that. welcome Ooh. to Trade Win Nation. <laughs> I, uh, here's the thing. Um, I, I get it, and, and you're looking at, because listen, Carson Wentz has to be paid $30 million next year. There's no way getting around that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the CBA is really weird, and who knows? But I think there's got to be some form of loophole eventually in that thing to make it uh, a little easier. At least that's just my theory on it, uh, where it's still going to benefit the owners long term with the, all these contracts. That's, you know, besides the point anyway. Uh, I, I just don't feel like we're looking at this team as it is right now. And then we're looking at next year's salary cap and how many rooms going to be there. There's still going to be a lot of decisions to be made on this roster. James. Yeah. And again, to your point, how he's very smart at how he structures these things. He's very smart at being able to create money where there seems to be no money there. You know, he's, he's amazing at it. It's, it really is impressive what he does with the salary cap. So I agree. Look, I would be much less worried with Howie Roseman signing Clowney to a long-term contract than another GM. But, again, ultimately, if I'm looking at the player and the cost, there, in my mind, are better ways to spend that money over the portion of of what that contract would be. So, I I get it. And, again, I do trust Howie. I just, again, I'm much more clowning for a year. And also, look, I understand everyone wants to trade Vitae away. I don't get it. He's an important important member of this team. He's going to start at guard most likely if Brooks isn't ready to go. And he's... The only guy on this team who can go in and guard and tackle for you in a pinch. And again, I know he hasn't been great at times and all that, but it was the starting left tackle in the Super Bowl. He, it's not like he can't play in the NFL. I, I understand if it's for a clowny trade and, you know, Vitae in a fifth or something. That's right. something that's really hard to turn down. But I do think that Vitae brings value to this team this year. Well, and that's where we agree on at least there because, you know, I like the, I would rather give up a higher pick than give up Big V. It's, it I might too. sound right, I weird, would too. but I would too. Keep all the offensive Agreed. lined up that you can, but if there's a way we've to. We've seen how important that yeah. is. And we've seen it. But if it means like, you know, it ends up being a fifth in Vitae, I mean, yes. That, well, that's what I'm saying. That's that what point. I'm saying. Yeah. If it's something like that, it's like, all right, fine. I get it. Oh, God, James. Thank God. Thank God he's here. Because I spice have boy. a bone to pick with Spice Boy. <laughs> but, but there's no Spice Boy uh, today here, Tom, uh-uh. so you're going to have to make do with us. What's going on, buddy? Ahoy there, me hearty. How are we doing this fine day? Barger, what have you started? <laughs> Yar, it's <laughs> the trade with Nation all through the day right here on what Sports Radio. What have you started here? WIP, the P stands for pirate, right? I love it. Well, listen, it's a good thing you guys aren't doing Go Phil's radio. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to talk about the Phil's. Tom, Tom, can I just say this? I was so so tired last night, okay? And I go, you know what? I'm going to make it through the Phil's game because I have belief. This Marlins thing is just a stupid (laughs) jinx curse. They're up seven to nothing. Seven to nothing. I fall, hey, asleep. Well, I fall asleep on the couch. I go, Vinny, Vinny can't even screw this up. And I, I wish wake up I had fallen asleep. To 19 to 11? Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is brutal. Um, but, yeah, it's interestingly enough, I do have a bone to pick with Spice Boy, even though he's not there okay. today. Hopefully right. he's listening. Interestingly um, enough, it, like you don't have a bone to pick every time you call the show <laughs> to talk to him. Touche, so. Jimmy. Touche. Um, 
All right, so I mean, every time Foles throws a touchdown, he's gonna he's gonna pop it up there on Twitter. Is that is that what we're gonna be saying? Because yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I know you know what? He, You're he right. He neglected to, to show the the bad interception. This, this, this sounds like a, a fair, a righteous gripe. To be honest, <laughs> no. I think I'm on Tom's I, side here. I'm I'm very much on Tom's side here because here's what happened. So we're in the middle of watching the Eagles preseason game. I see my Twitter timeline light up and be like, oh my God, Nick Foles to D.D. Westbrook, what a throw! <laughs> and then I actually see the clip, and it's a simple bootleg play action. <laughs> D.D. Westbrook is wide open. He had to slow down to catch up with the football, how wide open he was. <laughs> I go, oh, it's just a, so, a, a, what you're supposed to do. I get it. All I would ask of Elliot, maybe you could pass it on to us, he's not listening. If you're going to show the touchdowns, that's fine, but I want to see the picks, too. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Which which fair who, and equitable? Tom, who who, inter, who intercepted that football? I don't know. One Eric Rowe, baby. Was it really? Oh, there you go. That's oh, yes. uh, Super Bowl hero, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so when it comes to Clowney, what what what's your limit, John? As far as going out and getting them, like as far I, as a trade, I think. I'm at the point where if it takes a first rounder to do it, that's it with no sweetener, no whatever. Um, maybe a kickback after that point, like you end up getting a a fourth or a fifth. But like mm-hmm. that, that's my limit. I'm I'm there. Like, and I know the Texans they can't possibly get that for him. So I'm pretty much good with anything at this point. Sure. All right. Well, I I told Jimmy this earlier in the week. I I have blind total 100 percent faith mm-hmm. in Howie and the coaching staff. I believe that they're the complete opposite of the Phillies. I believe they uh, are great evaluators of talent as well as evaluating whether or not somebody's going to fit into the culture of the Eagles. So whatever he decides, I will fully back. Yes, that's a that's a good point. I, I, I actually it, really like for the most part. And again, it's it's we're talking about Clowney in a vacuum yeah. outside of understanding how the Eagles feel about him, the research they've done on him, the the you know talking to teammates, all that kind of stuff, whatever they can do, or old teammates, anything they could do to find out what type of guy he is, and to Tom's point, how well he will fit into the culture they've established here. And I do, it's silly to say, but like I do, if they did trade for Clowney, it would make me feel a little better about Clowney because, right. like Tom said, I really do trust them to make smart decisions, which is such a crazy place to be. <laughs> when you think about the years that we've spent with Harry Roseman and the times where you and I on in the microphones on air, it's out there of like certainly been critical of this guy to, to be at the point where it's like, Oh, I trust everything he does is ridiculous. <laughs> it's absurd, but I'm, I'm pretty much at that point. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think there's, here's the other name that I keep thinking of, by the way. Uh, actually, Moshe, if if you please, okay, just one more time. Oh no, it's back. You're speaking of trade wins. I remember a time during the offseason when it felt like Nelson Aguilar was on the way out for something big and beautiful and strong for this Eagles team. <laughs> now, what's changed since then? Nothing. Nothing. There's so many weapons on this offensive. Eagles team, uh, that doesn't even make sense, but I got to continue the bit. Good, good, so, good job there. Pirate so, got a little tongue twist. So there. I'm looking down in Miami for someone that oh, he was a little quick and has proven himself as a slut white receiver and maybe has fallen out of favor. That's one Kenny Stills. That's all I got. Wait, so you want to trade think, Nelson Aguilar for Kenny Stills? I think, I think I'm... Because quick, quick answer to that, 
I absolutely do not want to trade you've Nelson Aguilar only, to Kenny Stills. You've Thank only you, Moshe's Moshe on point today. You've, James, you're just a really smart guy <laughs> and Barcher's a say? pirate. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to, yeah, well said. Well said. You should cut that out. That'd be funny. Uh, here's why. Cut that out. Kenny, cut it out. Cut it out. Kenny Stills, all right, is cheaper by uh, almost, what, $2 million? And he's even cheaper the next year after that. And if, look, if Brian Flores is sick of him, so be it. I mean, oh, clear, here's, that clearly seems to be true. Here's here's the reason why. Here's the reason why I bring it back up again. Uh, there is no way in hell that Nelson Aguilar is staying here next year. That's Not fine. a chance. I'm winning the Super Bowl Not this year. You're I telling want me the Kenny Super Stills Bowl can't win the Super Bowl. I, Nelson Aguilar is better than Kenny Stills, and he fits the role better. He he, he work, he's him and Carson Wentz have played now you know parts of three years together. They right. know each other. I mean. I just think, look, the, I don't understand. And this understand, is with love with Nelson. I just, just don't understand. No, I know. I know. I just don't understand the whole. It has felt that way. This whole offseason has been a whole like, we'll get rid of Aguilar. Like, trade Aguilar. Oh, trade for defense. Why does everyone want to get rid of this guy? I know he wasn't as good last year as he was two years ago, though. I know the numbers kind of say he was. We all yeah. know he was better in 2017. He the was, Golden Tate thing screwed him up he real was, bad. He, yeah. Other than Nick Foles, he was the best player on the field for the Eagles in the second half of the Super Bowl. Best player on the field. Like, I, I'm willing to give that guy a chance, especially when you look at Alshon and Deshaun on the outside who are perfect complements to each other. I think Aguilar is that perfect slot receiver for them. I think he's going to have a huge year. He already knows the offense. You're yep. just... It's too it's too muddy. It's too complicated to try and bring Stills in now. And again, I'm not, a, I'm not as big a Stills fan as others. I think he's fine. He's got talent, but... I mean, I how many Super Bowls has Kenny Stills won, John? <laughs> you can't win any Super Bowls. How in many? Was Dan Marino going to show up in Miami and save Maybe. the franchise? He might. You never know. Jim. Josh Rosen is not. It, it clearly is not going to do that either. Even though I really wanted uh, to. Shots at chosen yeah. Rosen. No, you're it's really, not even him. There's you're really going after me today. There's huh? nothing to throw to out there. It's crazy. And taking away Kenny Stills would almost ensure that for sure. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Wayne out there in Ocean City. Wayne, what's going on here on Go Birds Radio? Great show, guys. Appreciate hey, it, man. Um, I'm willing to drive down and pick up Clowney and bring him back. <laughs> I think it's a no-brainer. Wait, in what kind of car? That's important. I don't care. I'll, run, I'll, I'll, run, I'll, I'll send my life savings on a Bentley to bring him here. <laughs> wow. I love it. Why Why you feel so strongly about it? I mean, anyone that says they don't want him, did they watch a game last year when he single-handedly dismantled us? And he almost knocked Foles out of the game three yes. times. Yeah. yeah. No, he was awesome against I thought, us. And, honestly, when I like thought that, Nick Foles was dead, I, I didn't think he was going to come back, ever. I want him here no matter what it takes. But if I could make a Phillies comment for Seltzer. Sure. Sure, yeah. I, I don't know if it's very it's fun to talk about. What would you say? Oh, I, oh, it will make us a contender again. What, what, what? Are we going to see Mr. Howard here in the next seven days? Oh, man, please. No, I'm Wayne, I've been saying it for, for weeks now. I... The fact that tonight, other, other night he just manhandled the team. Oh, he's awesome. Two hits, eight strikeouts. He's ready. Oh, he's awesome. He's, been, he's ready. He's oh, he's been ready. And I mean, when you think about this team tonight, and crazy to say that they're going into Miami and and it's like a must win game. But tonight they have to win this series. It feels like a must win game. And you have Zach freaking Eflin on the hill. Yeah. That guy, and you have what, Spencer Howard what dominating. I'm with you. How good Howard is. That's why they didn't have a problem trading Sanchez, because they knew he was better than Oh, Sanchez. Howard's definitely better. I agree with you. I, I don't think a lot of people think that, but, Wayne, you and I are on the Appreciate same page. It, I think Spencer Howard is is and was the best pitcher in the Myers the Phillies have. He's the only pitcher I feel great about now, in the Now, what's Myers. the holdup, then? 
What, I mean, what, what he, could it be? Well, he's young. He hasn't pitched in AAA. He's pitching AA. People jump from AA all the time. Yeah. But uh, look, I, they the only thing I can think of is is service time if they're if they're being cheap about it because mm. that's a real possibility. They might be waiting for September rosters to expand. It's easier to bring them up. You don't have the service time issue. So. If I had to bet based on how this Philly season has gone and God. the fact that they're still like the 11th most payroll in baseball instead of being top five like the big boys they said they were going to be, oh, very my Philly. guess is that they want to control an extra year of service time. 888-729-90. I can't believe that, by the way. If you're in... <laughs> you are in contention for a wild card. Every single person on the planet in Philadelphia wanted to see this team in the playoffs. And at every turn, this front office has said, we're fine. We'll just try and do what we have to do. 888-729-9494. Let's go to Drew and Fox Chase. Drew, what's going on, man? How are you? What's going on, fellas? Everything. I'm all about the Jadavion Clowney train. Seems like everybody is, yeah. Drew. Why Why listen, you like him? Listen, I'm trying to tell you. He's a freak of nature, bro. You, you, need, you need him on the end, and I think we don't have to give up a draft pick. Uh, I, wouldn't say Vi, I wouldn't say Big V, but I would say, like, with the – with the abundance of running backs and wide receivers like Ward and Mac Hollins, we could put something together and probably make a trade for them. Like what? You think well, that? Well, they're not going to take Greg Ward for Jadevian Clowney. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Put some. I mean, even if it, even if you got to throw in Big V. Yeah, we. That's what we were kind of talking about, Drew. And and if that. Uh, listen, I, just, I just got on. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. On. It's you no. Know, it's all good. I. I me and James actually kind of feel <laughs> the same on it. Listen, if it's a one-to-one, yes. I mean, that, that you yes. absolutely I mean, have to do on. it at that point. Yes. But if it's picks and him, uh, that's when it gets a little murky for me. That's when my price would come down. I think Big V is a, still a very important part of this offense, especially since he's moved to guard. It makes a lot of sense. I thought and he's Seltzer, been really good. And Seltzer, I want him for more than one year, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, well, well then you got to pay him a bunch of money, Drew. That's the issue. Like, yeah, but Seltzer, he's good. He's really, really I know really he is. Good. No, I know. Look, he's super talented. When Appreciate he, it, Drew. When he's going full go, we've you know the motor issues, the injuries. There's a lot of reasons. And again, he's someone who, um, you know, he's never been kind of described as that like dude who's obsessed with football. Like, it's never really been that type. He's not that the feel you get from. Look again. Back to the point that we made before. If the Eagles do their homework, if the Eagles do their due diligence, and they check him out and they feel great about Jadevian Clowney, both the person, the player, and everything, then I'm going to feel better about it. But right now, everything we know about Clowney sounds like someone who really could help this team this year, but is also someone I don't know if I want to give $100 million to. 888 When we get back, James Seltzer feels even more confident about Carson Wentz. Why is Ooh, that? Yeah, I do. Oh, we're going to tell you why. It's pretty juicy. It's pretty awesome, too. It's Go Birds Radio. John Barcher, James Seltzer, Moshe on the ones and twos. It's right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Well, it wouldn't be uh, the NFL season without our good friend Kirk Coupons, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins, looking really bad in his... uh, I don't know, I guess dress rehearsal. That, I, I that thought always he only, makes me feel good. I thought he only looked bad in games that matter. That's what I was told. Well, actually, uh, I think he's... By the uh, way, can we also just, in, in the vein of that, thank you for collapsing in the last game of the regular season oh, last yeah, year against really Bears. really appreciate that. Horrendous. And that was nice. You know what? Uh, uh, another positive to that was is because the Bears felt so good, you know? They're like, it just rode this wave of, oh, we're, we're look at us and Mr. Trubisky. We're, we're on a tear. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they were the ones that are calling uh, Carly Lloyd right now. 
They are. They, uh, they have to be. There, there was a reporter. They use her. Listen, I absolutely love that the Eagles are still in the heads of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, man. If they have approached this offseason so terribly to think that, oh, it's just Cody Parkey. That's all we needed. When your quarterback sucks and your offense isn't that good, and maybe Matt Nagy isn't that good of a head coach to begin with. That's your problem. White hot fire coming out of you right now, Bargain. There's just too much pent up from the Bears being the number one bet on team in America. Or that or the Browns. Are they really? It's one or two. It's ridiculous. It kind of like, it actually kills my mojo for the Browns a little bit too. You've been been on the Browns for a while. I like them. I I remember during the draft you making it, I don't remember what it was, but you made a very bold pop proclamation about the draft. Yeah, I just said they're the Browns. Oh, that they have a team that could be built for 13 wins. Yeah, I think you said they're a 13 win. Yeah, they could be a 13 win It's just they've drafted so well, they whatever. But like, you know, when the public comes in, Makes it a little bit. Start to question things mm-hmm. a little bit. So I'm kind of leaning off the thumb. Yeah, the Browns love games. has gotten a little out of control. Tilted and and it's never was, good when their fans are getting the the Super Bowl champion tattoo before the season. I feel which, like that's that's right. <laughs> the yeah. new America's team. They the Browns. Are, they are actually. I mean, it seems it's like turning it. into that. Yeah, and that's kind of like listen. Uh, find a new gimmick, first of all. It's been done. You mean America's team? Well, America's team, yeah, that especially. But like the whole tattoo thing of getting it oh, done. I'm so with you. When did that start? With the University of Kentucky? I don't remember, but I do remember it, it seemed to start, and then it's like every season there's always at least one team. Something that else. Some, Pick a you know, idiot. Find who, a new like, slant, America. That's what I got to say. I think it's a good you know? thing to say right there. <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 it's just so, I mean. It's so silly. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. It is Isn't go for birds. A Brown, I mean, that takes some chutzpah for a Browns fan. After, yeah. uh, I mean, like the moment you guys don't aren't projected to right. go like zero and sixteen. Yeah. Like you don't give it any chance to. Oh, maybe let's get to the playoffs. Maybe let's win a playoff game. Yeah. And then we're, no, it's like Super Bowl. <laughs> like, you, know right. what, you know what? You know what would have been cooler? Here's what would have been cooler. If that guy that got the Cleveland Browns Super Bowl tattoo just said. Uh, AFC North champions. I was about that to say been, <laughs> that would have been, been so different. cool. <laughs> that would have been a lot different. But like, yeah. would Eagles fans, if they had been in the same situation, done any differently? Like, yes. All oh of a sudden, my God, we would have killed that guy. Yeah, Are you kidding? No, not about the tattoo. I'm oh. saying like, if all of a sudden we had this team with a ton of incredible, incredible talent, young talent. Right. We wouldn't be saying, all right, I can't wait to finally win a division title. We'd be jumping to Super Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah, right, but, but we saying. had already won division titles and stuff. We talked Super Bowl after we were like really good for a while. Yeah. You win the division first. Oh, that's what I'm saying. If, yes. if we were in the same situation, though. Well, I would have done that. I, I think I would have thought of that. I think it would have been, like if it was 2017, I would have been, well, no, there's no way. There wasn't nah. that kind of hype. No. Nah. Maybe last year. Not coming in. <laughs> it's hard to quantify. No, no, I'm, not, I'm saying... I can't, in my lifetime, there hasn't been a time where it's like out of nowhere there were Super Bowl aspirations. It built up on right. both occasions. But if there was that time of nothing and then boom, we would be shouting for a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I don't think the tattoos would have come because we would know better. We yeah, would know better. better. Like that's, on, Cleveland man. needs to know oh, no, better. I, I agree with that. I was just yeah. talking about the fans, you know, oh, we would be, Super We would Bowl. be going crazy right now. Are you kidding me? If you landed, especially if there was like... It would have never happened, but if OBJ would have come here oh, and then entered, oh my God, we'd be sticking it in their face. Here's the other thing, real quick, just on the uh, uh, on the NFC East, uh, and I can't wait for the NFC least to come back, which is about yeah, a week away from happening. Yeah, it's going to be so ripe with <laughs> with content. There's so much to go through. Uh, I mean, le- legitimately, heading into this season, if I had to pick. 
two teams yeah. to be the worst two teams in football. Two of them are in this division. So now I love that the Daniel Jones thing. Oh, it's so great. Has gone from oh my god, the Giants screwed it up. And you know what took to change everybody's mind? Two preseason games. It's so great. Two of them. Everyone's the in. Backups. Everybody's in. Kyler Murray, who is by the way. Uh, I might end up being really wrong about how the Arizona Cardinals all handled that and whatever. I still don't think that Kingsbury knows his ass from his head. They they clearly handled it horrendously. They wasted the eighth pick on the draft in Josh Rosen and then gave him away a year later for a second rounder. They they totally botched it. Yes, but you can tell the difference between Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones. When you look at Daniel Jones, everybody goes, oh, look, the arm, it's so great and wonderful. And then you actually have to have him play NFL football, which he's never done. He wasn't good at where he was in college. This is like trying to convince me. And listen, they're different skill sets. But if you tried to convince me that Clayton Thorson Plus, which is all Daniel Jones is, is going to be the franchise quarterback for this team, you are out of your mind. I love it. Keep feeding more into it. In fact, Clayton Thorson Plus. uh, Yes, I actually believe that we should continue the hype train for Daniel Jones. That is my mission. lean into it. I think every single Philadelphian, everybody, we got to get just a movement going. Much like we just want Zeke and Dak and all these other people to make the most money that they can, I think we just should start jinxing them in general and just be like, you know what? We were all wrong about Daniel Jones. Clearly, that guy's way better than we thought he was going to be. He might be better than Carson Wentz. Probably. Is the NFC East just littered with MVP quarterbacks? I think there is. I, I think that Philadelphia Eagles fans in general actually right now need to really be supporting the other NFC East teams. Jerry Jones, yeah. you don't Zeke doesn't deserve that money. You stand by your your decisions. Give it to your to Jalen Smith in, instead. <laughs> get you know, Gettleman keep running this team. Never yeah. fire him, Mara. We, we were, Dan, we were Dan so Snyder wrong. Dan Snyder forever. Yes. Yes. I know that I that do love what, Dan Snyder. That yeah. guy's the best. Yeah, him and don't, him and Bruce. Don't ever go away. Name a better duo. I'll wait. <laughs> can't find one. Just can't find one. I uh, that's uh man, it's just everybody keeps kind of putting I don't know like the Cowboys the same line all over again of they had their talented. They got a lot of young talent. They got a lot of young talent and it's just like, yeah, but we've seen them already. What 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 are we going to learn differently from the Dallas Cowboys this year? That the offense goes through Ezekiel Elliott and <coughs> God, well, that came yeah, out of nowhere. It's from all the I'm pirate joking. voice. I'm joking. You're all choked uh, up. But like and that, yeah, Dak Prescott's actually better with a pretty good wide receiver in Amari Cooper. Wow. Wow, that's shocking. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Mm, wow. Oh, Byron Jones and uh, Shadobia Wuzier are uh, pretty good corners. Oh, that's, wow, it's impressive. It's all added up to the same result of two playoff wins. So, I thought I you were going to make a joke with that. I thought it was a fake choke, and you were going to talk oh, no. about the Cowboys just, choking in oh, the that would have been good. That would have been good. It was just a simple down the old wrong pipe here with the water. That's all it was. <laughs> Uh, but um, we teased it, but I, I promise you uh, we want to get into it along with uh, continuing with why I think the clowny needs to be a Philadelphia Eagle because it's what's stopping, maybe stopping. No, no, no. I'm going to say it. Hey. Don't be a coward. It's going to stop the Eagles from getting to a Super Bowl. That's why I think they absolutely wow. need it. Plus, uh, James has uh, a uber confidence, and he's going to make you feel more confident about Carson Wentz this season. We'll tell you why. 888-729-9494. It is James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard. Right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is Go Birds Radio. Right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 888-729-9494. 
I'm John Bartlett along with James Seltzer. Of course, of course, of course Moshe on the ones and twos. McCosh. McCosh. New nickname. Josh McCosh. McCosh on the uh, ones and twos. But uh, we've been talking this afternoon because, well, I mean, we're supposed to. <laughs> Duh. Secondly, it's our job. But what we're talking about, more importantly, is that um, Michael Lombardi has said last night or this morning. can't remember. Last night. Last night. Uh, just kind of threw it out there that the, the trade winds are a blowing. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't? Can you imagine having the power to just say something like the trade winds are blowing and get it to like break Twitter for the night? <laughs> That's it. And now everybody's talking about it. That's what I mean. Which going to be? Which one is it? Like, if I tweet out the trade winds are blowing, people be like, what are you talking about, man? Like, Mike Lombardi does it. It's like everyone's like, oh, oh buddy. No, the response. They'd be asking about fantasy sports. They'd assume that it was a fantasy football trade that you had made in your league. Like, yes. they wouldn't think it was anything no, important. No, totally. Or be like, wouldn't trust this guy, just a radio guy. You know, yeah. that's always what, it, kind of sure. what happens to and, it. And guess what? They would be right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, regardless of that, um, I, I've I've felt pretty staunch on this now, and I'm just fully committing to it. Like the Eagles absolutely need Jadavion Clowney to win a Super Bowl, uh, and I know that you know James kind of feels like, dude, this Carson Carson Wentz is here, man. I mean, that's that's the most important thing, and you're, it is. You're damn right, John. it is. But the second most important thing on this team is pass rush, is defensive line, is killer instinct. And I just, uh, unfortunately, I don't see that right this moment. It doesn't mean that I don't have uh, a full faith. And actually, I I believe in Derek Barnett, have since he's been drafted here. It would be really silly of me not to believe in Brandon Graham, the guy who, who, what did he do again, James? Uh, Made the biggest play in the history of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. stripped Tom Brady and said, ha, ha, ha. He won the Super Bowl for all intents and purposes. No big deal. But, um they need more firepower. They really do. And that's going to be the difference maker for me is Jadavion Clowney being on this team. And, you know, we started off the show with saying, why or why not? But now it's, it's more or less like, what, what are you willing to kind of, you know, get away with here or, or give away? And I'm, I think I'm at first round pick status. Wow. Wow. I think it's okay. Like, and we need to feel a little more. Because, again, he's 26. He's 26. First round pick. So, in theory, you're essentially saying you're giving up Andre Dillard. Next year's Andre Dillard. Well, if they didn't have Andre Dillard, then I'd be a little worried about right. it. But they but have Andre that, Dillard. Next year, that could be the Andre Dillard of the defensive line in the first round. Okay. Uh, I mean, it could be. And I don't, listen, I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going to be around at 32. Yeah. Okay. Well said. It is a good uh, point. So- it is 32. It's basically a second round pick, you know. And if it means that picking at 32, I mean, you're in the second round anyway, so it's not really going to matter that much. And I'm pre- well, I don't know if the Texans know that. Texans are stupid. Can we just be honest well, with ourselves? Well, they don't have a general manager, so, yeah. you know, that's something. Even when they did, stupid. You know, they let Howie Roseman jump ahead of them, first of all, and then they selected Titus Howard. And that was that was a clear panic pick. Jesus. That was a clear, oh, we were going to take Dillard. What do we do now? Let's take the dude from the small school. Yeah. 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 And, clear panic pick. Uh, yeah, completely. And Brian Gaines not there. They tried to, you know, steal the, the Patriots uh, guy whose Nick, name I forget. Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick something. Yeah, Nick something. And oh. it, and if you're going, well, what do you mean? It's exactly right. You don't need to know his last name. He's not that good. He can't be that good, you know? Uh, but... Um, I, I, there's just there's Nick Casario. Thank you. Thank I was you I kept wanting to say Cafardo, but I knew that was the, the uh, reporter. Anyway, sorry. It's a funnier name though. Uh, Casario. I don't even think it's going to cost you first because they're not, they, somebody would have taken that by now. You know what the other thing is too? 
there there was reports out there that Miami, like, they were going to close in on the deal, and then suddenly it broke away. Which never made sense to me. It, look, I, I think anyone who's trading for Clowney, as we've talked about, you know, as a potentially a one-year rental right. or more, who knows, but I think they're tra- it, it's most likely teams that feel like, oh, Clowney can put us over the top. The Dolphins, exactly, <laughs> are tanking. They're tanking. Yeah, I think they are now. I, they de- they're going to start Ryan Fitzpatrick over Rosen. They don't even care what they have in Rosen. They just want to lose games. Yeah, Rosen will just be a backup uh, that they can. I mean, they have to fix him first. Of Poor all. chosen Rosen. My man. God, they got to fix that kid. Yeah, it's a shame. And then they're going to get somebody else to draft in there. He'll be the backup quarterback for a while. Uh, I, I get all that. Like, he's going to have to go through the same thing again, except he's going to have to stay in that room with that whoever they draft. I didn't even think of that. Man. Oh, yeah. Poor Josh. Josh Rosen just sitting there with Tua, like Tua's the guy now, and he's like, well, that was fun. Cool. Can I go back to UCLA, or is that not allowed? What happened? Let me ask you this, James. Is your only reservation the pick, or is it just because you think he might eventually break down, or he's not as good? Again, I think think you'd be foolish to say, look, does Jadevian Clowney make this team better this year? And again, taking into account... You know, assuming he's not someone who's going to come in and submarine the culture of the locker room, you know, with that caveat there that he's not a Michael Bennett-ish type of guy, not that he's even submarined it, you know, it just seemed like he wasn't loved down there, it looks like. But assuming that's not a worry for you or an issue for you, then there's no question that Clowney makes his team better. I mean, he's better than, than the other options, especially when you're looking at depth options there at defensive end. But... So in that mind, like I'm willing to to a one year thing where I'm willing to to get him for that type of price. It's just when you start to think about what you would have to give up if you're talking first round picks, first plus all that type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's not what you give up for a one year rental. Like that's what you give up for someone who you're going to trade for and then sign to an extension. You want to be a core part of your team for a long time. I'm not sold on Clowney as a core part of my team for a long time Ooh. at that price. You know, I didn't even think about that. It's just like, even as a one-year rental, that might be pretty interesting. Well, I think that's we can where, come to that's an where I'm at. One, you know? I'm okay. Like, go get him for a year. And, and again, it all comes down to the Texans' price. But it does seem, at least from everything that's come out, that the Texans understand the situation. And like you said, almost just seem like they want to get rid of Clowney, which is crazy. Yeah, and yeah. in their situation, they're, they're playing this horrendously, it seems. But... Yeah, but well, and they've showed their hand even long before this. Unbelievable! Like, we don't have the room to keep him. Well, and then and they tried to—they tried to just mess with him by putting him on the outside linebacker tag instead of the yeah. defensive end tag, which is like saving them like three million dollars or something yep. like that, and and just making him angry. It was, <laughs> it made, and also, and, and also, he deserved to be on the defensive end tag. So, yeah, the the whole situation. The Texans have done a really bad job from a front office perspective running their franchise the last few years, uh, and. I'm pretty sure that didn't Deshaun Watson get absolutely crushed during this last preseason game because like the left tackles. I were... think you can just say in every game he's yeah. played over the last year, he's so, gotten absolutely murdered. Yeah, and maybe that's just all it takes is a player for player swap. Like, like Big V, because, you're talking about? Yeah, because they oh, are that. De- that is Listen, crazy. look, I'm I would do that as that much desperate. as I love Big V. I and I said I think I think Big V is criminally underrated. Not for in this a one town. year rental, but yeah. no. But I think Big V is criminally underrated in this town, and I think he's a, an important piece from a depth perspective. I just, Cri- I mean, if well, hold you're, on, hold on. Did you say criminally underrated? Yeah, I think he's really underrated in this town. People hate Big V here. People I don't hate just, him. I think it's just because of the attitude you. going yeah, into and last I, season. I agree with you. I think that's where it came from, and how unprepared he was, and and all that. I'm not saying you. I'm saying yeah. generally speaking, I think people here really underrate Big V. They look at him as look at the issues he had last year and all that, and and don't think about the fact that he's a, a really nice depth piece to have. But I mean, yeah, obviously, if they'll take 
clowny for that. I mean, yes, of course <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. I mean, even if you don't have a GM, no one's stupid enough to do that trade. Yes, they are. The Texans are dumb. They're wow. so dumb. That's what I mean. Let's just they they as James said. That's exactly right. They backed themselves into a corner. They have no leverage on any situation at all. The entire league knows that too. Otherwise, the deal would have been done by now. And maybe this ends up being like a one-year rental, like you say, when it gets close to the trade deadline because they don't really have any options at that point. And listen, uh, Jadavion can sit out until week 10. Yep. And still get everything that he wants uh, up until... And accrue that year of service exactly. time, which is really all that matters and there. And that's why Zeke should do the same exact thing. Are you listening well, to me? Different Zeke for Zeke. Elliot, it's please, different uh, for Zeke because Zeke's not on a tag. You know what I mean? It's different when you're on that tender, that thing. Oh, like, I still thought Zeke's for service, though, because no, it affects his... Yeah, yeah, Zeke's still, still under contract. I thought, though, if he doesn't show up. If well, he, he has to show up by week back. 10. The point, Zeke's, the point is Zeke's not going to sit out that long. Zeke will no, be I, back sooner. I, I I'll thought, bet you Zeke's back week one. By Monday, they'll probably. Yeah, I think, I I think it could happen this weekend. I do. Yeah. I thought that because they're both still under contract, Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott, if they sit out the entire season, they don't accrue that year of service. Right, that's no, why that's they have to come back in week 10. Right. Oh, in order to get the year of service, in order to get paid. Well, as much as, you know, Maybe James, and I don't even include motion in this too. I don't know how confident you guys are in Jadavion Clowney. It sounds like might be wavering a little bit on his talents, which is fine. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. James, you yes. sir, just like I am, I'm already confident in Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, but you, you are now fully confident in Carson Wentz, and I'm curious as to why. Yes. Okay. So uh, for those who didn't see it on ESPN.com, Tim McManus had an article that came out a few days ago that was the first in-depth article about Carson last season and what he went through, the back injury, when it happened. It looks like it happened earlier in the season, early October. Couldn't see it on the scan, all that stuff, but eventually when they found it, they sat him down. But when you read the article, it really details the human side of what Carson went through the last two years and how tough it was for him to be behind Nick Foles, to watch his guys win a Super Bowl without him, and then also how tough it was to deal with these injuries and to find his way back and to kind of come to grips with, you know, not obsessing over things he can't control and yeah. not trying. And it was really the way hearing Wentz talk in there and look, who knows, you know, if it's just speak or if it's how he really feels, but you come away from it when he talks about the idea of kind of letting those things go and, and focusing on football again and focusing on, he's totally revamped what he's doing with his body. He's got working on like flexibility and a brand new diet. He went vegan for a couple months, even though he's hunting and all that. He's like, I felt like a, a, a fraud. He said, but he's he did hunting it. leaves yeah. and plants, baby. Yeah. So like, yeah. but like I, that's all the stuff I want to hear about Carson Wentz. The fact that first and foremost, you and I have, talked a lot and argued with certain people about it a lot that Hell yeah. huh, we believe me. in Carson Wentz. Even without this article, before this article yeah. came out, I believe that Carson Wentz was going to come back and have a 2017 type of Carson Wentz season, minus the injury, of course. Uh, and and <laughs> Very this, important caveat. This there. article made me feel even more. Honestly, I have no worries about Carson Wentz this year. I think he's going to stay healthy. I wow. think he's put an emphasis. And again, any free kick can happen. It's football. But I think he's put an emphasis on getting his body ready to play more than he ever has before. He's had a full offseason to worry about just football, to not worry about Nick Foles, to not worry about recovering from an ACL tear, from this, that. I just, I honestly, I've never felt more confidence about Carson Wentz than I do right now. My goodness. You know I, am, I, mean? I am fully in I love this. on Carson Wentz <laughs> this year. I have no doubts. None. I have zero doubts about Carson Wentz this year. I, seriously. 729-9494. I'm also going to tell you why. It's a different reason. 
but for any kind of like, there's been some speculation going around about his accuracy and in the pocket. Uh, you you don't need to be worried about that. I'm going to tell you why in a second. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Michael in Haddon Township. Michael, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Well, good afternoon, guys. I'm finding this uh, nautical references from a bunch of landlubbers. Uh, <laughs> Michael, you know your nautical <laughs> reference here. You can you can get us right. My, Michael actually spends his life on the sea, so my, my man. man knows what he's talking about. All right, so I'm going to give you a G version of some pirate talk. Okay. Okay. Please. I love it. You poxed son of a bilge rat. <laughs> so let me, let me see if I can quote that correctly. You bucks or pucks? Son- has in a pox. Like oh, I have a pox, pox on you. Oh, a pox on you. pox on you, pox. John. Yeah, yeah, I put a pox on you. Okay, there good. You go. All right. I'm For what you, it's man. worth, Michael, I mean, Bartard's pirate voice, pretty damn good. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty yeah. good. Oh, no, no. He's awesome. <laughs> Well, my well, let's, God. Not, let's not get carried away. I, His pirate voice no, is good. Well, I don't know yeah, about yeah. past that. The Everything Oompa else. Loompa thing he was doing there for the chocolate festival was uh, pretty amusing. Um, <laughs> I hated those black uniforms last night, by the way. Well, I, I, I hated, I, so I hated the combo. I, I hated the Marlins uniforms even more. Those white helmets oh, were almost hard Terrible. to look at. Yeah. But I didn't. My, oh. problem, my problem with it in a, in a more macro sense is the Marlins have black uniforms that they wear. I kept watching the game and seeing the Phillies and thinking they were the Marlins. It was driving me crazy. Same. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Well, I guess it was, it was uh, appropriate considering that might as well be yeah, the funeral right. for the season last night. That's a good point. They should wear black last night. What's oh, that, Michael? Man. Hey, Clowney, this guy is good. So 20 good. Million, 20 million, five-year deal? Yo, if he passes all the personality tests, that's what a guy of his caliber is getting. Um you know, he twenty six years old. I, yeah, we can give up Vitae. We can, and it's nothing against Big V at all. But we got depth, and on top of that, a first round pick. So this guy's numbers are incredible. So I, I would go all in on. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Michael. And this is something that I forgot to bring up because you say five over twenty, and it sounds like a ton right now, right? But we all know this game, it's right? The, go up. the market went yeah. up this year. It's going to go up again next year, and the one after that, and the one after that. And I'm sure three years into the deals, there's going to be somebody making 25 it, and 26 and 27 and so on. It might even sound like a bargain. Exactly. And this is a, this is well, a good time to strike. I mean, right when now. you look at and and that you're absolutely right about that. I mean, that is the way the NFL works. I mean, Frank Clark, I mentioned him before. He's making $20.8 million this year. Frank well, he's Clark overrated, is a, by the uh, way. I was about to say he's a good yeah. player. He's not $20 million a year. No Trey way. Flowers is a really good player. He's not $18 million a year. Uh-uh. But he, but they are because of when they come up and where the market is when they come up. So you're right. Ultimately, it all, Kanye has to stay healthy and all that. But, like, there is, you, you guys are right in terms of the value for what he brings. It's not crazy. It's not. And we got a new players agreement coming up, so the Caps are mm-hmm. going to expand which is, again. It, yeah, I, we, we don't know. We think so. I mean, look, yeah, it's been so. up and up and up and up. It's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out. And, of course, there's been a lot of talk about the quote-unquote uncapped year next year, which, <laughs> which I, still have not found, I still have not found a single person <laughs> who can really explain that to me. We well, need first to get of all, Andrew Brand on the horn or yeah, something. Uh, that's my fault because I just assumed that from, like, you know, for two years ago, oh, it's an uncapped year. It's yeah. That's what they did last time. But it's, it's not be, exactly like, the actually, same thing. No. We don't want to. And you know what it is? It's because they, they know that Washington and Dallas is going to screw it up again. And they're well, going to get hurt. And, Jer- and Jerry's going to go, now you can't go and do that again. And Jerry's like, no. Don't go and punch me now. Yeah. Jerry's like, come on. Uh, you always let me off. And uh, man, I just keep thinking that was, of that. That was my Jerry. What's with these voices? Though? I felt, I felt, com- I felt compelled. Let's have a little fun. Yeah. I felt compelled because Barger was doing it. I was like, I better throw my Jared Jones in here, too, and do a voice, too. 
not that's, very good. I, I love the fact that here's. Uh, I couldn't I, tell if he was doing it there. Or no, not. yeah, I, I wasn't no. sure either. Did I slip into it accidentally? It felt like it. I think what I love the most about the Dallas Cowboys right now is the the thing that we kind of keep saying is. They're in cap. They're about to be in cap hell, and none of the Cowboys fans understand it. Well, how funny was none it too? Them. And and look, Jalen Smith deserved every penny. He yes, got. he did. And that contract is actually both, really good. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. both from a for that dude and what he went through to get that money, good for him. But also from a as an NFL player, he is absolutely you know assume he doesn't get hurt again. I mean, that guy is one of the best linebackers in football. Yeah. It's a shame. It sucks that he's there because he's awesome. I mean, they have probably the best duo at yeah, linebacker. Yeah, I, oh, I think with, they probably yeah, do. Yeah. I think Actually, Van Der Esch is a really good a player. Doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you think about everything they have to do, the fact that Smith one gets done first and everyone's just, I mean, they have Dak, they have Zeke, they have Amari Cooper. They got some real deal, and that's not even talking about Byron Jones and other guys who, yep. who they need to pay. They have some real, a lot of real issues coming up at the same time. You know how um, you know how much the they've knocked off now players wise that they have to deal with for the next year. So oh yeah, you've told me this is crazy. This is a crazy stat with with, with Smith. It was at thirty seven players that they have to make this insane thirty seven and, and thirty seven like and a fair amount of them are yeah, important are, are pieces either starters or and that's why how he staggers you know, this stuff. He always does for years. He always does little things each off season. You know the the one off season he signs Ertz to the deal. He signs yeah. the Cox deal. Then the next one he does this that like he's always staggering these things. It gives you so much more flexibility, and then you can continue to restructure later in those deals and all that. It's all about forward thinking and mapping yeah. things out and planning and understanding it and. That's not what the Joneses do. Yeah, so you're going to, I mean, okay, so we can say the Dak is in, Zeke's going to be in, yeah. Mari Cooper's going to be in. So that knocks that list down to 33 players. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it is insane, and I can't see, and this is it. This is kind of their part of their, their all-in, Cooper's know? the one of the three. If, I, if you had to, if, I, if you said, uh, like, if you had to, be, I agree. I think they will end up re- finding a way yeah. to get all three in there, but Cooper's the one, if I had to pick one who wouldn't be back. That would be the one, if I had to guess, but I think he will be. I agree. And he's also Plus they making, gave up the first for him. Yeah, he's already making a lot of money. Like, he's the only one who's not like, give me a new contract right now, because he doesn't care what they gave up for him. Well, they, he's, and also, he's, he's, he's a free agent at the end of the year, too, so he's just like, I'll just go out and get my money. <laughs> Whatever. So. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. They let, oh, God, they let the cowboy, or they, they let uh, Michael Thomas dictate how much you got to pay him. Yeah, now. but well, that's why how he signed Wentz ahead of time. Mm-mm-mm. All the, uh, and I love it. Finally, at least of all the things we argue with Elliot about, he has conceded that maybe he was not right, that it was not smart to do <laughs> Dead it. wrong about it, in fact. 888-729-9494. Hey, uh, you know what? It's a it's a pretty big fantasy weekend. And Ooh. and James Seltzer Ooh. is finally going to fire up the old FTLs just just for you. That's a Battlestar Galactica That's reference a good one right there. So uh, say we all. And uh, it's going to be with Sigma Bloom over at the footballguys.com. So... Do you have any fantasy questions? And we'll just yes. kind of pick James's brain in our Big next draft segment. week coming up. Please, 888-729-9494. I'm John Barcher. That's James Seltzer. This is Go Birds Radio. It's right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is Go Birds Radio. It is. <laughs> Sports Radio 94 I WIP. I Barcher's music queued up. My oh, goodness. No. My goodness. Too busy chatting with us Chit-chatting. during the break. And, uh, Man. You know. Maybe. He's going to see Ray's play tomorrow night. Oh, nice. Last t- last two nights. If you haven't gone yet, Tommy and me at the uh, Theater on Exile. Uh, it, is a, it is an awesome play. Super <laughs> cool. Jeffrey Laurie was there last night, too, which is very cool. 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock today, and then same times tomorrow. There you go. Oh, Shout nice. Shout out to Ray.
Is uh, best guy around? Is it uh, is it Dick Vermeil weekend too? By the way, uh, I don't know when Dick was doing it. He might have already done it or weekend. whatever. I know Glenn. I think is doing it tomorrow night. Um, but very cool. But it's a great play. It really is a great play. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. The yeah. play was so good it kept Mosh from getting back into the studio to play the music. So that's what we're chatting about. Yeah, maybe we need producer advice, me, not fantasy yeah, that's, advice. Uh, this me segment, being huh? responsible. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean this uh, the combination of things that have that have kind of swarmed up after one tweet. It's it a pretty good point by you. It was like how can how is how does one man control you know the. The well, I NFL mean, like, trade talk universe. I mean, but Pretty then awesome. I mean, if Schefter could do it, and would it be that much crazier too? It's, well, yeah. that, oh, ah, there's the trade winds. They be a blowing. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know if uh, anything else makes sense to me, Eagles wise, and what they would be in. Because Howie can always surprise us. I'm not, I'm oh, not yeah. taking that out of the, the Howie is, the, I think, of any general manager in football. The if you were to say, all right, who is most likely to just Make a trade at any time unexpectedly. I think Howie would be the number one number one pick. Now, is it? Listen, I know it's. Uh, this is zero percent chance of happening. It is some stupid rumor from a Twitter account. But no. would it? Would it be? I mean, that would be the most surprising thing, right? If Alshon Jeffrey Alshon, wasn't. Yes, of course it would. And yeah. I just, I think there is almost zero less chance than zero happening. chance. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Like again. To the point of the clowny talk and the trade talk and whatever, this team is looking to win the Super Bowl this year. They are primed for it. Yeah. If they're making a trade, if they're trading Alshon, it's only because they're getting freaking Michael Thomas back. You know what I mean? Something. Like, which is, yeah. you know, I'm talking ridiculous. Yeah, the right. point is, like, why would you make yourself deficient at a spot so you can help at another spot? You want to get better at another spot. You're giving up draft picks. You're giving up depth right. if you can. But you're not trading Alshon Jeffrey. It's it's and ridiculous. It, you know who it doesn't make sense for more? The Texans. the Texans, of course. Alshon's already on a contract. Like what? Are, Nook, and they have freaking Will Fuller. Yes. Like what and, do they need Alshon for? Cutie, they don't need him. Yeah, they're they're good. Like the one thing the Texans. I mean, unless Alshon Jeffrey can play left tackle, you know. I mean, he's a big guy. Maybe he can add some weight on, but yeah. it's not happening. I, guys. I don't know that I'd say that they don't need another wide receiver. Well, it's not I their mean, biggest need. The point is, if yeah. you're trading Clowney, you're trying to you're you're trying to fill a need, especially with Clowney being someone who I'm sure that. They're not excited to not have that production. It's just the way this thing is played no, they, out. They need offensive line help, but to say that they should have 100% faith in Will Fuller and Kiki Cutie to stay healthy and produce. Oh, I agree. And more that's stay a long healthy. Shot. I think those guys are good, but I agree with you. Neither of them have stayed on the field. Will Fuller's their... also very streaky. Yeah, no. Well, I think Fuller's good. He just has. He just keeps getting hurt. I've, you know. But but I'm with you. I, I I I'm not saying that they couldn't use a receiver. I'm saying that I don't see any way they're trading no, to Devin no. Cotty. No, and just this is what I hate about like how that chums up. It, the, the Eagles would have to nice eat. use of chums up yeah. there, keeping the pirate theme there. Yeah, uh, seven million dollars the Eagles would have to eat. I mean, it's not happening. It's not happening, guys. Like it's that just, should be in, when these Twitter things happen. Like just the think first, for a second. yeah, the first yeah. thing people should do is go. It's true. The first thing people should do is they should go look at the contract status and see how much dead money there would be or how much it would be if traded. And if it's $7 million, it ain't happening unless it's Antonio Brown, and that was a unique case. And that was $20 million yeah, or $16 million. And I'm pretty sure Alshon's good. Like I'm pretty sure the Steelers are pretty happy to have that guy gone, so separate yeah. situation. Uh, Alshon has no helmet issues. Yes, that is. It might have uh, might have some. Let's just get my, ready for regular season yeah, issues. That's he, about it. We don't know, but it may or may not have some issues <laughs> talking about his quarterback to reporters. But who knows? Yeah. you know that might be a different thing. You know, we don't I, know. I got to say though, like Alshon is 
exactly who I want talking all the time, even though he hates doing it. He's so likable. He's got a very likable attitude about him. He's got a good, seems like he has a very good outlook on the world. Like, I like him a lot. There is no spoonful of sugar when it comes to that. Like, just from this past week, when he's down there with the Ravens joint practices, and he's like, you you guys like doing this stuff? I like that he was about to do an Alshon impression, then thought better of it, which I I was smart. Well, I was trying to do a bad bad reporter question. Ah, okay. Uh, But, like, you know, going up to him, and and you know what's coming. (laughs) You know, like, hey, do you like these joint practices? Hell no. (laughs) No. I hate this. You like preseason? No. I just want to get... Yeah. To the regular season, there's no scoreboard here. Just get. I love that uh, well, at, the, at the Super Bowl with you know during the media session. He says, "This is stupid." Yep. This is. I just want to play football. That's yep. all I want to do. And then he went out with a torn rotator cuff and made, made one of the, best made one of the greatest catches in the history of the Super Bowl. <laughs> no biggie. It is kind of a weird thought, like you just said, though, with the scoreboard thing and stuff. That was something as I'm watching the game on Thursday night, and it just I I, I never thought about it in these terms, but it really hit me hard when. The Ravens scored, I think, their second touchdown. And it's just so strange to be watching the Eagles play a football game, the other team score, and just go, eh. (laughs) Eh, It's okay. Whatever. Whatever. It's such a unique feeling. It's so different. You're just like, I I feel like I wanted to, like, jump out of my seat and be pissed off. But (laughs) I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a very strange phenomenon. Uh, 888-729-9494. All right, James, let me, uh, let me ask you uh, a few, a few fantasy questions. By the way, the, who, you know, as the number one overall pick in the WIP fantasy league draft, <laughs> your boy, John Barger, right here. Uh, and there's no doubt in my mind, I'm taking Saquon Barger. As you should. That's just, you know, I, I, I've heard arguments for Kamara. I've heard arguments for CMC, I get all that, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> it's Saquon. The Giants are terrible; they don't have anybody to throw to. It's going to be a Saquon offense once again. The wrecks are going to go up. The yards is going to go up, and he's just better. Yeah. Like it just, don't, I know everyone's like, "Oh, the, there's no yeah. one on the team." Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he's one of the best running backs I've ever seen in my life. Legitimately, yes. just pure yeah. talent wise, he's one of the best I've ever seen. I might have, you know, and they're going to give him the ball nonstop. He, <laughs> he might be Barry Sanders. He, I'm not. He kidding. might. He. It, I hate to say it. It's but a one year sample size, and what I watch at Penn State, but. He is in the handful of most talented running backs I've ever watched play football in my lifetime. But he's not Booby Miles. <laughs> he's not Booby Miles. That's well, you know. Uh, Booby Miles, fictional character. And, uh, that is why. And, uh, Miles yeah. Sanders. <laughs> he's Booby Miles. I know. I know. I know. Uh, but, yeah, I, uh, and they're going to ruin him the exact same way that Barry Sanders did, too. So that's why I feel great about it. Cause yeah, it's definitely the right pick. There's no question there. Um, but where, what is what do you see right now? biggest mistakes that people might or might not be making in terms of could be just where people are going are they are they taking wide receivers too early taking running backs too early like what should be i know you're the you know go with the flow with the draft yes that's not the answer i want i want is this let the draft come to you john yes but is it time to start ditching your zero running back theories because i feel like the market is flipped now i'm so with you yeah it's really i i almost at for it's really interesting in a lot of the the and we have I actually have three drafts in a row next week. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Me. Yeah, we have the WIP draft on Wednesday. <laughs> I got my two keeper leagues on Tuesday and Thursday, so it's gonna be a busy week for me. And I'm no, I guess I, I can't complain. Oh, I have to draft fantasy teams for me. <laughs> oh uh, no, yeah, so tough. Uh, but um, I, it's really interesting. It seems like at least for me, I just like that group, like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth tier of running backs way more than the group of wide receivers that are there when you're looking at, you know, the guys like um, 
kind of going down to where, and it depends on PPR versus non-PPR, but I like the deeper, what you talk about Miles Sanders, the Miles Sanders, James White above him, like that general tier of running backs. There's upside guys. There's guys you can count on when wide receiver gets thin really fast. I mean, you're down to, to, you know, and again, I like Tyler Boyd. I like Tyler Lockett, but those guys are, are top four round picks, five round picks. I mean, guys who you're, it doesn't feel right to take them that high. And yet that's where they're going. So, I don't know if I would ever. I, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big take the best player available early. I, I know it's it's a cliche. I'm like that, but, by the way, I'm like that with tight ends. Uh, take take the top tier ones. Take Kelsey off mm-hmm. there. Take Ertz off of there. Like, and then I'm out. Yeah, and then, and then I'm and waiting. Then, and if you don't get one of the guys, just wait until round twelve yeah. or eleven I, I or whatever. Think the, the most interesting, uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott's situation is one of the more interesting scenarios. I have the fourth pick in the WIP league. I am expecting to take Ezekiel Elliott there. I'm not worried. I think he's going to start the season. So I would still have him as the fourth of that group or higher for some. But after that, I think, man, I don't think any of those, I don't, this is a really unique year where I don't think there's a clear, oh, go zero running back or, oh, you got to get running backs early. I think it's really just a, a, you have to play the, the draft board. I know that's not, he said, don't give me that answer. And I gave it to you. So another big question coming up in fantasy football drafts is Todd Gurley's knees. Yeah. So I, I have the 12th pick in my league. So I'm looking a lot at Todd Gurley's maybe available, Joe Mixon, maybe one of the top wide receivers if they fall, Julio Jones, Odell. Sure. But if Todd Gurley is there and I've got that that last of the first, first of the second, should I take a risk on Todd Gurley? I'm terrified of Todd Gurley from a fantasy perspective this year when you look at it. I mean, look, look, they didn't even play him in the Super Bowl. I mean, they're giving C.J. Anderson carries. We're talking about games that... Anytime the game isn't as important, anytime they can get him a blow, I think they're going to. And again, this just this neat thing scares me. Like, I don't know if we're going to see the same Todd Gurley. I think when he's falling to like, and it, it depends, in certain drafts I've seen him go that high. In other drafts I've seen him fall all the way into the 20s, the late 20s. So wow. when he starts to get that far back, I understand at a certain point you have to pull the, the, the trigger on Todd Gurley. Yeah, I don't want him in one of my first two picks personally. Like, I'm not targeting Todd Gurley in that late first, early second round. I'll take it a step further. I'm not touching Yeah, I don't want him. I won't end up with him on my team is the point. He will not end up on my team is the best way to put it. See, if I know that I've already gotten or can get a running back, an RB1 or an RB2 with high upside, I'll take the risk on Gurley. That's just me. Because if he does play, I'm just scared. But I agree. Look, there are a few guys that you can get at 12, 13, 14, whatever, who have already been the number one fantasy player in fantasy, yeah. and he can do that. But I'm I'm terrified personally. Yeah, I'm a little terrified. Especially of that too. with those high picks, you don't you don't want variance. You want oh safe, yeah. safe something you can count on, and then you take the variance later. So that that's the way I would go. I like of all the the running backs after those top four who are going anywhere from five to the end of the first, early second. I, I, Nick Chubb is by far my favorite. Who for you, by the way, is the biggest rated eagle? Fantasy wise, because it's really tough to figure out. Well, yeah, I mean, offense. It, it's Zach Ertz. It is, but, but he's definitely going to regress from last year in terms uh, look, of just catches and fantasy points. Zach Ertz not a player, is the highest but. rated fantasy eagle, but also he is going higher than I would probably take him. Yeah. Is a good way to put it, but he has to be. I think the best way to attack the Eagles from a fantasy perspective, if you can. Get Carson Wentz. I think they're going to spread the yep. ball around. I think a lot of people are going to be involved, and the one guy who's going to be involved in the vast majority of it is going to be Wentz. I really like Wentz from a fantasy perspective. I love his value. And in fact, there is, I think he's QB 10. He's like 9 or 10. Yeah, it's insane. At 9 is the highest I've seen him. 
Yeah. I, I like I, under guys like Russell Wilson. Like I don't get that. Like Russell that Wilson hasn't been very good from a fantasy perspective last few years. Like a yeah. ninth, tenth type range. Um, I I understand if you want to go Baker over him. I wouldn't, but I get I it. I get yeah. it. But but man, I don't understand that group. Like Jared Goff, the the Matt Ryan. I could understand taking over him, but when you get into that next range, whether it's Goff, I mean Deshaun Watson's going ahead of him in every draft, and and I would have. I would have to stop and think a long time yes. if I were going to take Wentz or, or Deshaun's often the second quarterback yeah. off the board. Yeah, which is second or third generally every, I, every draft. I, in mock drafts, I've been seeing Carson go eighth, ninth, tenth round. Totally. Here's another one for you too, and don't hate me, Philadelphia. Uh-oh. Dak Prescott has fantastic fantasy value. Yeah, he just doesn't get taken until th- that's the thing. Quarterback is we say it every year. It's so deep. It is. It's crazy. It yeah. I mean, again, we're talking like Jared Goff, who is like. You know, we, we rip him and all that, but from a fantasy perspective, a very fine quarterback to have, and he's like 14, 15, that mm-hmm. type of range in a lot of drafts. It's because of his legs, too. I mean, and then we're not even talking like, about yeah. Lamar Jackson and uh-huh. what that guy could be, Kyler Murray, what that guy could right. be. I mean, Cam, we didn't mention Cam, if healthy. I mean, it's there is so much depth at quarterback. 888-729-9494. If you have any fantasy questions, you can throw them your way to James Seltzer. But when we come back, some guys might be surprised to know that they might be losing their jobs. I got some surprise cuts coming your way. 888-729-9494. It is Go Birds Radio. James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We hope you are enjoying your Saturday afternoon. It is a gorgeous one. I mean, the foot traffic around Philadelphia is crazy today. Hope you're getting out there too, whether you're driving, whether you're doing push-ups or Maybe just cracked open that bottle of bourbon and you're enjoying the Saturday afternoon. Well, at least it's not 10 trillion degrees out anymore. Yeah, man. Like, I didn't even want to step outside. I started sweating immediately. Yeah, can the trade winds blow summer into fall? <laughs> Is that a thing that we can do? Because I would... <laughs> yeah. It felt... Uh. Waking up this morning, didn't it feel like it? It felt like football weather. Oh, it was beautiful. I, I took my dogs out this morning and it was like crisp and nice and I wasn't baking and yeah. I was like this is what uh, I'm yes. talking about right here Yar, blow the winds down and we can have fall football actually we get football at night do you think too, we set really a record for the most pirate voice in the history of a, a show on WIP today I'm going to say yes <laughs> it could be I we want do here John Barchard pirate podcast so we yeah. do we set records maybe we should yeah. should just be maybe the pirate should do uh, NFL picks when it's ready to go yeah. let's, uh, yeah. let's not do that actually I think, I think it's running its course uh, also actually there's a thing that you have to do and, and what we're trying to work on. I think we just let the cat out of the bag. I, I'm going to get to the surprising cuts here. It's Go Birds Radio, 888-729-9494. John Barcher, James Seltzer here with you. Uh, everybody, if you don't know him already, do you know Warren Sharp is, James? Uh, yeah. Warren Sharp is uh, is one of the best in One terms of the of smartest breaking people down, out there you know. talking about football. I don't think there's any question. If you have a Twitter.com account, yes. uh, I need you to tweet him, at Warren Sharp, that just says, Warren we need you to join Go Birds Radio oh, yeah. every Saturday from one to th- or you know at two forty five right in this spot at Warren Sharp and just say you need to come on the Go Birds Pod uh, because they would love to have you and they get uh, great information out or you give great information out and we need to hear it every because like that's what we need rolling into the season. Yes, it's some I Warren w- Sharp. In I our would lives. love Warren Sharp at in, Sharp Football. A Sharp in, Football. In, in Thank my, you very much. In my much. life, Sorry. in any situation, give yeah. me more, more Warren Sharp, not less. It's got Warren a lot Sharp. of good nuggets. So we need to hear them every Saturday. Uh, also, here's some things that uh, I think we've noticed after the preseason and not getting talked about enough. Okay? Uh, okay, that is when we talk about this offensive line depth here. 
Uh, I'm going to tell you who's in trouble right now and was in trouble going into this game and I think made his situation much worse. That is one Stefan Wisniewski. Why does everyone hate that? I don't, I don't hate it. I'm don't not saying him. you. Yeah. I'm saying it seems like, again, the Eagles, we weren't sure they were going to bring him back. Yeah. They benched him last year. They They benched him the year before until injuries brought him back in. It just seems like... I, he plays well. He was, again, <laughs> another guy who started in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I don't know. As a backup <laughs> guard, I think I'd rather have Stefan Wisniewski than Brett Toth or Matt <laughs> Pryor or whatever. I don't get it. Uh, well, yeah, Matt Pryor hasn't helped his situation really either at uh, at guard. So that kind of puts a little chink in the armor in terms of, like, all tackles can play guard because I don't think he can play either. Uh-uh. Might just be bad. Uh, yeah, can't play. If you can't, you need to be able to play tackle to be able to live up to your theory there. Here's here's what what I think. You don't put Big V there as your number one backup for no reason. I think that's weird, right? Even though that it clearly looks like Big V has a handle on it. Secondly, uh, it wasn't until Ross Tucker is actually the one who's, who mentioned this when he was talking to Ellen Shore Parks. Uh, he plays selfish guard with Jordan Mailata is what, what the line was in preseason. Mm-hmm. And I go, aha. Okay, so that's why. And listen, there's a working theory of mine that Jason Peters does well, not like. A that lot man of at people all. have alluded to the <laughs> fact. I, I think we can't been... prove it, but I mean, come on. Uh, and I think that's why he struggles so much with with tackles is because like he d- doesn't look like he wants to bail out and. And I'm not saying he does it all the time, but these are things that you kind of notice over the course of time where you leave your tackle out to dry, and then it looks like it's on him and whatever. So not only that, you've got so much depth at guard, he cannot play tackle, and his best asset is playing backup center, which he sucks at. (laughs) He can't even get his step yeah, yeah, uh, and and that cut is, out the not important well, yeah, apply well, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's very important, and you already have a backup center with Isaac Sayomalu. I'm just who's also a starting guard too. Yeah, 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 yes. But I mean, like so you need someone you can, to come in and play guard if you're putting Samalo at center. It's easier I, to replace somebody at guard like, than it is at center. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Again, this is a guy who I've seen play meaningful games at guard for this team and play well, like. I don't for 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 like no money. I don't, I don't understand why you would cut him instead of cutting someone who I have not seen play well and meaningful games at the position of guard for the NFL for the Eagles. So I get it. Like it just seems like he is not as well liked within the building with it, by the front office all that stuff as he is by I think a, a portion at least of the fan base. It just I, look, they don't have a ton of guys there who have real experience playing the position in the NFL. He has a lot of it. I don't know. Um, I got to break in here. Uh oh. There, there might be, according to one, Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, this is semi interesting as we're talking about this. Mike Lombardi has just said that the Texans are talking to two teams and the Texans huh. want a wide receiver. What? For clowning. So, What's going on right now? If that's true. I'm right about the Texans being incredibly dumb. Yeah. And now I might tick that up from 0% chance to 1%? 1% chance there. That's kind of interesting timing uh, as we're talking about this. Yeah, you think? Uh, look, that's really strange. Again, I 
I don't know what, look, again, I don't know what the Texans are doing. The Texans are not a smart franchise, so it's really hard to understand their thought process in this But it wouldn't process. be, I, I, still come, I still come back to, there's no way that would be Alshon Jeffrey because they It'd have, be they have Aguilar. More likely it's Nelson, Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. That, right. I, if, if you told me Nelson Aguilar is the centerpiece of a trade for Clowney, which, again, I wouldn't understand why I'll the Texans. I'll drive and pick up. I'll yes, drive and pick I up. I love you, Nelson, but I'll drive and pick up. I understand why the Texans would do that, but... Like, sure, yeah, that makes sense at least, but Alshon just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, this is, the Eagles are getting clowny, guys. You think so? This is it. This is, this. this is it. The Eagles are going to get Jadavion clowny. Because if it's just wide receiver and, like, duh, and Nelson, it's just, it, to make all of this makes too much sense. And, and because this is the one thing, because Alshon didn't fit in terms of what they need, you've got speed, you've got speeds, Right? Well, one of the best, the best wide receiver in the NFL. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. And DeAndre? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no question. Uh, and then you have lightning speed on the right side. And then what are you forgetting? Oops, there's Nelson Aguilar in the slot, which they don't have right now. Mm-hmm. And this is a th- what I thought could be a potential Cleveland Browns trade until OBJ came there. But I'm telling you, this is going to happen. If, uh, okay. It, I, I think this All is going to happen. All I'll say is that you, Nelson, but- you, the day before the Eagles signed Josh McCown, you said into these very microphones, the Eagles have to go get Josh McCown, yep. get him out of retirement, yep. get him away from ESPN. What happened the next day? They did it. Wow. So was Howie listening or not? I don't know. But and think I, of this. I, 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 I'm going to take it seriously because you've just done this. Who, so. did, who did the Eagles just draft in the second round that we all absolutely love? KJ! Now that makes more sense to put in the slot, doesn't it? Because sure, we're yeah. used to that. Yeah. A big body, a big body and 12 personnel and go get you a first down and third and, and one where Nelson Aguilar's, oh, man. you know, uh, makeup wouldn't exactly allow you to go oh, and do that. Man. Who has proven time and time again throughout this preseason that he can catch footballs and it's not a problem because his name isn't Jordan Matthews. That is one J.J. Ortega Whiteside. I think this is going to happen, guys. Wow. There's too, there's too much smoke here. I'm getting excited about it. Davon Clowney, I think, is going to be an eagle by the hey, time I'm that we to... even post this podcast. Why? Oh, buddy. Wow. That's you think it's not. happening like right now? I think it's got to happen before the fourth preseason game. Wow. All right. It's got to happen this week, right? I, I mean, why, why are we wasting any more time on this? Well, yeah. Sure. Go get him. If you're Come on, do Howie. It. Let's pull the trigger. Let's have some fun. Let's. Uh, <laughs> that would be fun. We would certainly have a lot to talk bottles. about. Then I'll say that. And then, then there's, I mean, is there any question if that happens then the, that the rest of the nation is not going to say, well, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. They should. They should say it without the trade, as yeah. I've said. So, yes. Um, if that happens, Howie, I love you. You're a genius. Nelson. You would be a genius, I too. Lo- you would have yet again genius. called I'm, out on the show just, the thing that's going to happen as soon as it happens. Just connecting dots. That's all. Um, but we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully, this ends up being an incredibly exciting weekend. We look forward to uh, chatting it up with you guys. You can always keep the conversation going at GoBirdsPod, at James Seltzer, at John Barchard. Uh, thank you to Moshe Kravitz and, of course, Sue Schilling, as always. For James Seltzer, I am John Barcher. This has been Go Birds Radio. Rob and Tank have got you the rest of the way right up until those pesky fillies. 888-729-9494. We'll see you next Saturday here, 1 to 3, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.